I'm joined by our political correspondent, Sean Defoe, and after that we'll be linking in the Fine Gael Deputy Poet Show. Good morning to you, Sean. Morning, Alan. This is not the sort of news we wanted to hear at this time of the year. What is actually happening, Sean? So so the restrictions that were announced yesterday, the the first of them is in relation to the hospitality sector, in particular pubs, restaurants, nightclubs, all unlicensed premises basically will uh, have to have new closing times of of 12pm at midnight um, from Thursday. So from tomorrow midnight, that is when their closing hours have to be. Obviously affects some more than others, in particular the nightclubs. I never heard of a nightclub that closed at midnight before. A lot of them saying that they might not bother opening. Others are saying they're just going to open earlier. They're going to open at 6 or 7 and hope to do some trading before Christmas but given it's less than a month since the curfew on them was lifted and that they indeed the restrictions on them were lifted they're understandably very frustrated this morning one that is going to affect quite a lot of people is changes to contact tracing as well which was uh, or, or rather household contact which was confirmed yesterday so if there is a confirmed case in your house uh, up until now if you were asymptomatic you didn't have to restrict your movements now the rule is going to be that everyone in the household is going to have to restrict their movements for at least five days you're going to be sent antigen tests in the post uh, by the HSE to do on day one, day three and day five. Obviously, if they're all clear, uh, you're good to go. And if they're not, you're going to be sent for a PCR test and screened that way. So kind of almost an individual home lockdown, if you want to put it that way, if there is a case that that gets into uh, two actual homes. Also, there's going to be a few more measures in relation to to antigen testing that are going to be announced in the coming days. The government's also said that everyone should now work from home uh, where possible and where practical. There'll be some industries where that can't happen, obviously paper very much reversing course on the return to office which is very unlikely to happen in any serious form now until the new year maybe january or february after we get over the winter surge so they're kind of um, headline announcements anyway yes going back to the household contact situation again so what happens is if you are in a household and someone is diagnosed with covid you now have to restrict your movements for five days so you get you get your first antigen test two days later you take your second one two days later you take your third if the first antigen test uh, comes up as being positive, do you then contact uh, and go for a PCR test? Is that the way it works, Sean? That's it. If any of them come up positive, I mean, it could well be that you don't do the first two antigen tests on day one and three are negative and then the final one is positive and that's when you have to go and be referred to uh, for a PCR and then obviously whatever happens out of that, if you're negative, you're negative and you're, you're okay to go and if you're positive, uh, you're going to be facing a, a longer time at home until you're symptom-free and a, and a number of days symptom-free. So it's kind of a way of trying to, to make sure that spread that is happening in households, we are seeing spread happening in households, isn't then going out into the rest of the community and trying to, to nip it at that source there. And how does it affect, say, close contacts who are not household contacts? So in other words, if you're close contact with someone, do you still need to take an antigen test and then if you take the first one, you're okay, do you proceed? Or do we know what's happening there if you're a close contact but not somebody within your own household? Yeah, if you're close contact, the, the rules were unchanged, and actually the rules had changed uh, recently for for close contact out of um, out of uh, the household had already changed to involve this kind of antigen system system. So you are going to be advised. You might not. You still don't have to necessarily restrict your movements if you're asymptomatic. Obviously, if you're symptomatic, you are being told to restrict your movements, but you will be sent out antigen tests. 
from the HSE and be told to take them over the course of a, a number of days. I think the, the overall advice is that you should probably restrict your movements as much as possible anyway, but it's not quite as strict as this new one in relation to, to household close contact. And restricted movements basically are that you are almost yourself under house arrest, but you can go out for exercise on your own. You, you are not to go to shops. You are not to go to, to, uh, you, to get someone to deliver your groceries to you. Restricted movements are in, in effect. They are very restrictive and very important, obviously. Yeah, they are. Now, it, it's kind of a step below the self-isolation that you'd seen before, which is where you weren't meant to leave your room except to go to the bathroom. You, you can do that. You can, obviously, if the entire household is restricting movements, you can all probably move through the house except for the, the symptomatic person or the person who actually has it, yeah. and you will be able to go for walks. But as you say, don't go into any of those other settings. COVID pass, can you shed some light on that? What's happening with the COVID pass? You now have to provide one of these to go into a cinema or go into a theatre, I believe. Yeah, a little bit less than we actually thought because yesterday, the big talk uh, yesterday morning was that they were going to be brought in for barbers, hairdressers and grooms. That hasn't happened. The cabinet didn't go with that decision and Neffet actually left it fairly vague in their letter. They said expanded use of the digital COVID cert but didn't necessarily say as to where that should be and what cabinet has decided to do is to apply it to cinemas and theatres. Now, uh, Alan, in reality, a lot of cinemas and theatres were doing this anyway, particularly cinemas, because the rules that were in place up until yesterday were that you could have a maximum of 50 people in if you had a mix of vaccinated and unvaccinated people, or you could have 100% capacity if there were uh, entirely vaccinated people. So in practice, a lot of cinemas were already asking for digital COVID certs in order to have uh, full of theatres and sell more tickets. Like, uh, to, to bring some positivity, yesterday we spoke to consultant in emergency medicine at Wexford General Hospital, Dr. Paul Kelly, who calls it as it is. And he definitely highlighted the fact that the vaccinations are working and reducing the effect of the illness. Uh, also, we talked about the booster shot with uh, Dr. Bill, Dr. William Lynch, and the booster shots are also having an effect. The importance of getting the booster shots, uh, uh, shots out now is huge isn't it, uh, Sean? Yeah, it def- definitely is. Look, there's, there is evidence of waning immunity among uh, among people who got their vaccines first. We've seen that in other countries as well. We saw it in Israel where they had another spike just by being one of the most vaccinated countries and one of the first out the traps and then they rolled out a booster campaign and those numbers came way back down again and there is evidence that the booster actually uh, is more effective almost than the first two vaccines, that your immunity is higher than it would have been after your, your first uh, two doses there. So the hope is that that rolling it out over the winter now and, and into the spring can have a real difference. We, we got some dates from the TSIC yesterday, some of which are positive and some of which are a small bit worrying. So the NIAC has approved the rollout to all over 50s of the booster campaigns and anyone, any adult who uh, has an underlying condition will also be able to get theirs. But you might be waiting a while. I mean, the, the advice still is you shouldn't get a booster uh, any sooner than six months after your second dose of the, the whatever initial vaccination you got. Now, in practice, I've heard the HCR issuing appointments for people who are five months after, and they say that's okay, the five to six months is, is all right. So if you have gotten that and you're only five months after, that's not too much to worry about. But that uh, some people, particularly those who got AstraZeneca, and particularly older people, I mean, they're over 85s or people with underlying conditions who got AstraZeneca and would have gotten the second dose quite late because of the intervals. Matisse saying yesterday, some of those won't get their booster until March 2022. So it's not going to be this uh, easy before thing before yeah. Christmas thing for, for everybody. Another big talking point, uh, and I, I'm going to link in with Deputy Paul Cho, who's listening at the moment to us to get his view as well and localise it for us, but uh, antigen tests in primary schools. Um, what do we know about the HSE plans? Because I heard the information on our South East Radio News this morning, major concerns amongst the INTO about the rise in numbers in primary school students. What, what's the latest on the antigen testing for primary school students? 
Well, still, still very little. We got very, very little information on antigen testing yesterday beyond the expansion to close contact. The Department of Health says it is, and, and the Department of Education, indeed, still looking at this uh, for primary schools. They will be rolled out to primary schools and that they will be uh, will be free. And also there will be a more general rollout of antigen testing to the wider population and it will be subsidised to some extent, although not free, uh, so Mr Donnelly has said this morning. But we still don't have a timeline for that. He, the Minister is just saying soon. How soon is soon? Is it going to be before Christmas? Is it going to have any impact before Christmas? Uh, we still don't know who's going to have to do the test. What other rules be around it? There's still, an awful, I think, far more questions there than there are answers at the minute, Alan. You and I have been discussing this issue and so many other issues, Sean, over the last year and ten months. You're very close. You've got your ear to the ground. Of course, the question I must put to you, and I don't want to scare Munger, I know you'll give me a balanced answer as well, is how close are we now to lockdown? Because that is the, the fear that people have. They simply do not want to go back into one, but the more we hear of this, the fears grow. So what is your gut feeling at the moment, Sean? Uh, look, after last night, it's very pessimistic. I'm not going to try and sugarcoat it. I don't know if we are close to a lockdown in the sense that we knew the last few lockdowns. I, I'm not sure how much that would achieve, even this side of Christmas, if you look at the timelines of it. But last night, the Taoiseach didn't spare any bones about it. He said he can't rule out further restrictions before Christmas. There is a good chance that this is not going to be enough. And he doesn't know is it going to be enough to curb the spread, to stop us uh, hitting the pessimistic scenario, NEFET forecast for our hospitals and ICUs, which would totally overwhelm them and speaking to ministers behind the scenes and I'm sure you'll, you'll ask Paul about this as well and he'll have his own view from, from conversations with his own colleagues. They were very pessimistic yesterday that this is going to be enough and a number of them said to me they expect to be back, that we'll be back in that uh, that conference room and on the steps of government buildings in a couple of weeks time with more restrictions. The question is what they are and at the moment there isn't any sort of consensus about what that is. It's, do you just look at closing hospitality for example uh, before Christmas because the, the big worry here Alan and obviously the saviour can be the boost just perhaps down the line, although we've been looking for a silver bullet for a long time, if we are locking down like this or, or going into any sort of a lockdown scenario this Christmas, who's to say it won't be needed in future Christmases? Are we going to have to have a booster campaign every autumn to try and prevent that? There's a, a huge amount of questions. I do think more restrictions are going to be likely this side of Christmas. How far it goes, though, we, we just don't know. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.